happening. Um, have you officially started yet? Yeah, so I did a soft start in May. I did all this spring training for the football team at Gilman, and now I'm officially there. So I'm, I'm their full-time strength and conditioning coach. So I do an hour in the morning with all their kids. So anybody that wants to come in from 8 to 9.30, they'll train with me. Then from 9.30 to 10.45, I'll have the football team in. And you're doing that uh, every day of the week during the summer now? Yep. That's awesome, man. Um, what is it like going into the high school setting? Because, you know, you have this unique role of, you know, you're now doing a subset of what some of our members are doing. They're working in high school, whether it be down in Texas or uh, a little bit over here in the mid-Atlantic. But there's a growing, growing contingent of coaches getting out of college because they're like, I'm done with this. And they're either going private like you did or now uh, the youth high school thing. So you did the soft start. What is your recommendation to anybody that maybe just did the exact same thing? Looking back on it, what would you make sure that you did, you would tell them to do? And some things you'd be like, hey, make sure you don't do this because I did it and boy, it was a mistake. To get into the high school or like like just being in high school? Let's go both. How to get started in it and then once you're in within, you know, you just completed your first month. So, Hey, how to get in it. And then within your first month, make sure you do this, make sure you don't do that. Yeah. So I guess to get in it, like, to be honest, I think I just really got freaking lucky with the connections that I've had. Like, I, I really can't tell you other than that. So get in strength coach network is what you're saying. Make yes. sure you have people that you know to help get you to the front of the line. Yes. But also too, like, um, even when you're interning, like, what, what was it? I had interned with you like years ago. We've stayed connected and you've also helped me out getting multiple connections throughout like your community. I think you have to be really stringent or not even stringent, but just make sure that you know where you're interning and you know like after this that these people really think highly of you and they're going to be willing to put your name into hats, right? Like I think it. there's a lot of times where I've heard a lot of stories where, you know, people are interning and all they did was like just clean up the weight room and that was like that. They didn't get any coaching experience with it because of that, like that coach never felt comfortable with to telling this guy like, oh, try to talk to them or this girl, try to talk to them. Um, so just be really mindful with like where you go to intern and also really reach out to as many people as possible. You don't know, you don't know who people know and that's how you got, that's how I got my foot in the door. Um, now with, training the kids the biggest piece of advice i would say is like know how to maximize your space so mm -hmm. there'll be points in time when i'm with a football team i'm one dude but i'll have like 65 to 75 people in the weight room at a time what yes, yes. so with hold that, on how yeah. I'm oh not my like, gosh yes yeah. so the first two so this is week one mind you this was last year uh, Gilman's football team averaged like 35 to 45 people at a time. And so I was so like, be ready for 35 to 45 kids. So I had my programming for the week done. Like, all right, that I'm going to have 35, 45 kids. I go outside and I see these, this army of children ranging from like hundred pound kids to like the D one Penn state commit that's there. And I'm just like, all right, well, I got to figure out how to train them. So like number one, know how to maximize your space and don't be married to your program. Like I had to switch stuff up on the fly and almost make it like, I don't want to say circuit style, but damn near it because I had like 75 kids at a time. So I, I can't have people just moving all throughout the floor randomly. Um, so just maximize your space and know 
or don't be married to whatever programming that you may have for that week one or week two. Always be adaptable to it because you never know what would happen. Wow. That like, I mean, first of all, was this an indoor session or outdoor? Like the fact you, I was about to say like, you have a heck of a weight room. If you're able to have that number of kids in there at one time, like that's incredible that you'd be able to do that. Um, and as you are, you know, you just talked about internships, how are you going to go about trying to build that then? Cause we talk about like, okay, you're forecasting what would be any of the abilities to kind of try to grow that within having people come in to help you. And especially cause you've had experience, you know, interning at Dell state with Joel and then here. Taking a quick break from the show, everybody. Promises will take less than 15 seconds. Friendly reminder, go ahead, hit that subscribe button below. It helps us out, and it helps you out by being notified whenever we have new content come out. So hit that subscribe button, and with this, let's get back to the show. Um, so to be honest, I haven't thought of, I mean, I've thought about it loosely with creating like an internship program at Al Gilman. Um, there's been a few kids that were just people that I met through Instagram and just in the space of life that have expressed interest in like learning how to do strength conditioning. I think my process, my thought process is when like, if there's a college kid that is looking to train, like, but is also interested in strength conditioning, inviting them to come in and like, Hey, listen, like I need your help coaching. If you really enjoy this, like, I can also teach you things, but I'll also train you for free because I can't I can't afford to pay you like anything. Um, but I do have a I guess a decent knowledge base to teach you two or three things that I can at least reach out to the next person that I know would be able to take you a little bit further. Um, so yeah, like that's a good point. How do you, you you and I were speaking off air about how you have a wide range of athletes' age. Talk a little bit about that so that way, because again, there might be people that are taking over high school and they do have middle school kids. Like, talk about what your day looks like and how you're going to go about training those people. Right. So, on the typical day when it actually starts, I'm going to be a PE teacher for the lower school. So, that's, um, I guess, K through fifth. Um, when that's from eight to noon, once noon is done, I'll have athletes coming in in my block sessions. So that will range from middle schoolers for two groups and then high schoolers for the remaining uh, groups to follow. Um, the biggest, I guess, how I'm going to plan to go about this is to literally follow a long-term athletic development model. Like for my PE classes, we're doing the fundamentals, making sure kids get a huge wide bandwidth of movement variability. So like we're doing different skipping variations. We're going to do different crawling variations. I'm going to introduce gymnastics to them. Um, once we get into the middle school aspect, we're going to start learning how to train accordingly. So like learning different squatting variations, how to properly hinge, we'll get a little bit more, um, strategic or have a little bit more of a structured base. And then once we get into our high school classes, um, we're going to get into train to win or train to compete. So now we're starting to have a little bit more of a tailored structure with it, whether it be a one by 20 model, or we're doing like an APRE based model. Um, with all those middle school and high school guys, I want to make sure that I am just getting the mini uh, minimum uh, dosage on everything and just progress it from there. <clears throat> how do you, I know how I feel about it. Like you're going to start pulling out bands and chains with all these high school kids and doing oh, like yeah. super maximal, you know, loading and tendoing it and what, like. No. So like, and I, I think it's like, let me take a back step. Like being in the private sector, I found like there was a lot of like 
to get views on Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case may be, like you would see a lot of trainers doing like French contrasts with their eight year old <laughs> lacrosse phenom or football phenom. And it's just like, bro, like my man hasn't even learned how to do like extensive plyos yet. Like, what are we talking about? Um, so slow cook the crap out of your athletes. Like there's no reason why we should be doing maximal effort method with anybody. Like just get a general strength base with your kids, make sure that they move well, give them a wide bandwidth of movement and progress them from there. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like I think it's just, you need common sense, but I think nowadays common sense really isn't that common. On the flip side, how are you going to handle parents that maybe are, like, cause now you have to, you've been dealing with parents of kids, but now you might have to deal with a parent talking to you or talking to head football coach and saying like, I did see this on Instagram. Why isn't so-and-so doing it? Like, how do you handle that? It's just explaining it to them in a very polite way. Like, Hey, listen, like this is great and dandy, but what we want to make sure that we're doing is that <laughs> he said great and dandy. <laughs> but if this awesome. is great and dandy at all. However, like our, our kids are not ready for that. We want to make sure that we are mastering the movements efficiently before we start progressing things um accordingly and also to explaining to them like hey these methods were designed for like your olympic level athlete your kid is 13 years old let's look at where we are and maybe where we want to go and how do we get there um it's just just explaining it to them 